1: on to another Empowered Love Radio show and this is the show that is about interviews with guests and it's going to be a great show today so I'm really, really excited about doing it. But yeah, so what this is about today, before I go into that, happy Halloween to all the American listeners and it's Melbourne Cup Day today in Melbourne so it's a really, really big day for Melbourne and yep, the sun is shining and it should be wonderful out there at the Cup today. So, back to the show and what we're talking about. This show is a very, very important show. And the reason it's a very, very important show is because it involves our children. And, look, I have been through this personally. Um, I was very, very lucky in my narcissistic relationship at the, in that my son was not his child. But I do know, and, look, it was bad enough. It really, really was. But I also do know that there are many, many women out there that really struggle struggle with this, it's really painful. There's just so much stuff that can really, really go down with this. And, you know, because of this I really want to address this issue because so many women Many women email me constantly and what they email me about is what the narcissist is doing to them, is doing to their children, is making it extremely difficult for them to function and operate. There's enormous amounts of fear and concern for the kids and there's all sorts of things that are going on with this. So this show today, I'm just going to read out about this show. This show is a very important one for anyone who is struggling with the agony of co-parenting with a narcissist. Learn how to assist your children and yourself practically, emotionally and vibrationally. Learn how to overcome the fear, pain and guilt that you have in regard to what is happening to your children and learn how to empower them instead. So in this show, you're going to learn how to not participate in your ex-partner using the children as a source of bait to hook you in for narcissistic supply, which is very much what goes on in narcissistic relationships. As anybody who is trying to go parent or separate when there are children involved, you will know that. You will know what's going on. So also too, I would really like everybody that has a Facebook presence Please share this show and really get it out there because there is so many women and children that are suffering in this. So it's going to be very, very important to promote it and get this information going. Absolutely, because it's going on worldwide. Now, just... A little bit you know before I move into our first guest who is Maria and I'll be introducing her in a moment but just a little bit you know about my situation. My son Jack and I we uh, were, were with my narcissistic partner and there was an enormous amount of manipulation and things that went on and there was a lot of abuse that went on in the relationship obviously. Now my son at the time was 15 years of age and When he was very powerless in the situation, he uh, saw, unfortunately, a lot of things happen. He was very twisted and turned against me. And he was actually powerless physically uh, against my ex-partner who used to get me. And my son blew out. It was really, really horrific. And then after we finally got out of the situation, he saw a mum that was suicidal, crippled, Uh, He didn't know whether I was going to live or die. He didn't know. I mean, we had threats and stalking and death threats and all, uh, you know, and it was just a horrific, horrific time for him. It was heartbreaking for him. Now, what happened is when we finally got some sort of measure of safe, he started acting out. He got very involved with the wrong group, the wrong things. Um, alcohol, drugs uh, to a horrific, horrific level and I was, you know, scraped my way through my recovery at that time and what I was doing was what my parents would do with the limited resources that I had at the time was my concern for him, I was trying to ground him him Focus was on what he was doing, what he was doing wrong. It was just a horrific, horrific time. Now, what ended up happening with me, because I'd always been spiritual and into the law of attraction, obviously, I'd started applying some very uh, true ultimate reality healings in my life to, to heal because I had to. I wasn't going to live if I didn't. And I actually came across some amazing stuff. And you may have heard of it. Um, Jerry and Esther Hicks, Abraham, Love of Attraction. And I was watching a lot of those DVDs and they were just helping me immensely. And I saw one which was specifically on kids. And the penny dropped me big time. And while Esther was channeling the Abraham experience, she was saying to people, get focus off what kids are doing because you are only vibrationally adding more to that. You are creating more Get your vibration, feeling and knowing your kids finding their way. So what I did, I applied it, really applied it. I let go of my focus on the pain and the angst and trying to control and stop and all the rest of it. And I got into journaling on believing he was on a divine journey, that he had wisdom within him to find his way, that he was going to heal. And I actually got into the vibration of that. Now, I kid you not, within two weeks, this kid... Did a massive change around, and at that point he was 17 years of age, and he did this massive turnaround where he dropped the behaviour, he dropped what he was doing, and he started finding his way, and he came out, of his head, and it was just spectacular. Now I have emails all the time, and a recent email, which only happened last week, was with a lady with a huge concern about her son who's actually being specifically abused you know the last contact I had was six to eight weeks ago and obviously she's focused on what he's doing wrong in his life which is normal as a parent he didn't help on her there was no contact and then what ended up happening is I sent her an email about my experience because she asked me what to do about it and I, I put her onto that now she sent me an email two days ago saying he contacted her out of the blue after eight weeks they had an amazing discussion that was nothing like it has been, and she's just blown away by what's happened because she actually didn't do anything. She started being a different vibration. Speaking so of, this show is all about this stuff, and obviously in the most difficult, difficult situations um, that, that you that you're in with this, that, that if you are trying to co-parent with a narcissist, you are so forced. To get vibrationally in your power because, as you know, with an anything you're trying to do and the angst and the pain and the trauma you're putting on it just energizes it. It makes it worse. So, anyway, I've got Maria here. I'm pretty sure she's here. So, Maria, can you hear I'm me are you there? Hi. Yep. How are you? I'm great. Lovely, lovely to have you on the show. So, Maria, we've Thanks been in contact you. for a fair while.
2: <laughs> yep. <laughs> yes, we have. Um, Probably um, healing-wise, not two years, but I first contacted you um, two years ago, actually, and um, I couldn't afford to have the healings at the time because it was fairly fresh, uh, fresh yeah. not out of it, but uh, fresh with little, no money completely.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maria, we're going to get into some details about what you went through with your ex-partner.
2: Um, uh, it, it was a timeline of uh, from start to finish of six years and um, it was the definite telltale sign of a whirlwind romance. Um, I was hesitant because I'd heard of his past and I just was like, no, nah, you're not a family man you possibly can't be going down that track with your history. And I was convinced left, right and centre via this human that he wasn't like that. And it took a lot of convincing and, you know, a lot of sweeping off the feet. And, you know, I thought I'd met, like everyone, <laughs> I thought I'd met my soul mate. And um, we'd planned to have uh, children straight away. Um, he wanted to be married and I was more, no. <laughs> but anyway, that all happened within pregnancy and marriage within six months of getting yeah, together. Yeah, but as soon as consistent. that pregnancy Yeah, as soon as that pregnancy stick showed up that uh well, that was in I was pregnant within three months and that was on purpose. It was all written and planned out. Um he he really changed and for other women out there, the the red flags were there for pretty much within the first or second, um, second date kind of thing, uh, which I just palmed off that I wasn't being open enough to people's <laughs> personalities, and I wasn't trying to change anyone. That's just my pathway I was on. I didn't. I'm not here to change people. Um, so, and then it just one whirlwind went for another. Suddenly, we were caught up in pregnancy, and um, and he didn't want to know about me for three days after we found out I was. Definitely pregnant, he'd sort of disappeared for three days in london and um <laughs> came back and then uh and then it was all about him and his work there and we got back and then suddenly it was all about planning a wedding and um it it just went from one extreme to another, and it was total exhaustion the whole time was exhaustion. the wedding was about him um and his mother and yes. and then after that it was about um. He didn't like that with being pregnant as I got bigger. Um, it didn't like that I hit a size 10. I was too fat to have sex with, which I'm sure women have heard in the past with their ex-marks. Yes.
3: Um,
2: it, it just, the the abuse escalated in ways I could never, you know, for me, um, I guess my past with my father physically would beat me. So, you know, I knew yes. physical beating. I worked in an in institution where I saw physical and emotional, but... I guess I did know emotional. I just hadn't put it into an adult perspective. Um, This was to levels I'd never encountered before and ways of turning it around. So you just didn't know what... I lost reality really quickly and I grasped and I fought for it really hard. Hence, our fights were notorious. Yes, Um, yes. Coming towards the... There was a lot of women in our marriage. So I found that young women because he likes young ones. (laughs) Um, he'd say oh you just don't understand my friends I'm like but you don't have any (sighs) yes I do his mother would back him up going you just don't understand his need for female friends Uh, no I don't when they're hidden and I still won't accept a man hiding female friends regardless
3: yeah yeah Um, absolutely
2: and the more I fought, the more I was told I was nuts I was sent to a lot of psychologists you need to fix up your past Maria there's something wrong with you and once little Bubba entered, um, he didn't like the attention of... He wasn't getting that attention. Um, he didn't like going to any of my family's social gatherings or friend gatherings. He stayed away from them. We only went to his family things in Melbourne when we were there. It was very unknown. I had no idea what was going on. I just... My gut kept saying run. And I did try and run. I tried to run away and just to breathe. Um, and I did drop friends because I just I couldn't cope I started feeling this anxiety that I've never encountered before I'm someone who's traveled the world by myself for a long long time I have no problem being independent I have no problem with keeping my own company and Mm. to find yourself not even be able to drive a car because you're frantic it was just palmed off oh she's just experiencing that postnatal depression which possibly there might have been a little bit of there possibly could have been a tiny bit, but it it, it wasn't. I don't. I I, no. don't, I don't want to believe that because I got told I was so many things along the way. Yes. No. Um, it was
1: narcissistic abuse. No. Don't doubt that.
2: It. <laughs> um, and even to the point that I thought I was being abu- I was told I was being abusive because I was I was using anger to say no, stop. That's not right. You know that doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. Hey, what a you know. Um. Of course. Of course. It, it, and it got worse. It got worse the more and then I just stopped uh I just I couldn't leave the house. I didn't find I could leave the house. I, I had my few very close friends, three all three of them. A lot of people probably didn't believe me or they got angry because I wasn't being passed messages on and I, I couldn't cope with humans' anger, so I just shut shut down completely. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah. And you really is, are some, you're just de- you're describing sorry, okay. it. Yeah, you're describing the agoraphobia and anxiety that is so so consistent with narcissism. And do you know abilities.
2: what? I didn't know what it was though. I didn't I I didn't actually know maybe until I've just read mm-hmm. not when I say not too long ago in the last year post-trauma, post trauma post post traumatic yeah. response whatever it is and yeah. no doctor, no counselor has been able to tell me any of that.
3: They yeah, just that's go, "Are oh,
2: you just lacking sleep because there was no sleep?" There's, there's been no sleep in six years. Occasionally sleep, but um, yeah. we'd go on these work holidays that involved, you know, his work that I'd work my butt off on his company. As I was looking after his business, my business, plus the whole house, motherhood, and everything.
1: Yes, I can um, within, relate to that. I do the yeah. same thing. A lot of women do, you know. And we're over functioning. And narcissists are actually very, very good at finding people that are overfunctioning, that are actually going to step in and try and hold everything up. And I call yeah. it crisis consciousness. It's people that, and most codependent. Have it, we've got this consciousness where it's like, oh my god, if I let that go, if I let that slip, what could go wrong? So we're always doing, we're always busy, we're always anxious. You know, narcissists tend to get with those sorts of people because they'll step in and clean up all the messes and run everything and, you know, leave the narcissist more time to go be a narcissist or, you know, whatever, or, or create more messes and hang uh, in there. Absolutely, so, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, uh, you
2: yeah. know, you need to help me with my business. Um, I'm going to, and he'd do it in such away so there's a, i do hear a lot of women saying theirs gets very a lot of these individuals can get very aggressive he was more of this slick really oh well if you can't help me i don't know who else can or well yeah. you have to help me and well your money is our money but my money is not your money <laughs> um, yeah, and that's more of the cold and narcissists how about I teach... That's
1: more the yeah. cold, narcissists than the hot, yeah. rate narcissists yeah.
2: and and how about I teach you how to do this so you don't bother me when I ask you to do these things, like in regards to computer stuff and his web page, and uh, and go, I go like I can't remember things. My stress levels are so high. I my memory's still not great. It's it's, yeah. like it's it's sucked out with pregnancy as it is, but then it's worse with the extra stress on top and um
1: Okay, so Maria, just yes. to move on you know, we since yes, leaving on. the relationship, yeah, since leaving the relationship, what ill effects has, you know, been inflicted, you know, with, with your with your child in this situation? Like what's played out there?
2: Um, when it came to um with with Little Miss Five, um, look at that pretty much started from when she was from when I was pregnant. He couldn't control me being a vegetarian. She came out and within her coming out, it was him that birthed her. I wasn't even in the equation. Then five weeks after having her, you're not pulling your weight financially, go back to work, I don't like you in the house. So then he was wanting this whatever weird control and then over the time frame up to even after leaving, there was all these weird incidences happening to Lotus. Um, when she was three, he decided to bite her on the arm um, because she waved her hand in front of his um, addiction to his phone or his computer game, whatever it was at the time.
1: Yeah, yeah. And on am
2: um, leaving and he was blaming her for our marriage failing and it was, it was either blaming her or blaming me and um, he yeah. then quickly bounced back to being Mr. Charming, I'd call it this jekyll and hi mr happy i used to call him mr happy so when once he decided when he came back from another um time away down to his down to down to victoria um and had a fair whatever he did there and announced he was going he then turned around and he goes you've taken this away from me i was going to tell you when after i told lotus <laughs> and i went he's four you can't tell a child you have to discuss it with me it it, he got very angry because i apparently took this away from him of him telling me he was going to he was leaving and for three weeks once he left he was suddenly prince charming for three weeks i don't wash up he had never done anything in the whole marriage and for three weeks was immaculate and then once he moved out he became this he would just show up on the doorstep, I want family time, then suddenly would not talk for three days because of whatever woman was there. Then we'd we organise this. We'd organise this. Um, he wanted her two nights a week, but only the nights he wasn't working, which would have been a Thursday and no, It was a Thursday night and a Tuesday night. Um, and then he'd have her on a Friday, which would leave Friday for me to do what I wished, which was usually work. But then he would drop her back unannounced and go oh, oh oh and he'd go oh 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 I can't look after her. oh 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 I've got work on I'm like no you don't you're lying to me oh 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 yes I have unannounced um some nights I'd have lotus ringing up and I you know I'm going to use my my daughter's name because one day if one of his ex-girlfriends listens to this they they'll know yeah, they'll understand yeah maybe. they're cool they're cool um She'd ring he'd let her ring up, and she'd be screaming and crying, going, "Come and get me, mummy, and this could be at nine thirty at night i'd I'd just come home from um work and uh she'd ring up, please come and get me I'd get over, and she'd be shivering and shaking some days she was screaming in the car trying to open the car door as he'd drive off, and he'd get so angry saying, "You don't know how to discipline her, just scream at her, yell at her, make her you you're lacking boundaries, Maria. You don't know what healthy boundaries are." scream at her, yell at her, get angry at her, tell her to stay still in the car seat while, so I can drive off. Um, then he'd revert to very Mr. Happy, Mr. Charming. Sh- she was starting to present with nightmares, really bad nightmares. Um, yeah. And really, and physically, um, red around her um, vagina and anus, and he'd just go, it must be worms, and... Then she'd start doing these other very weird, sexual... Well, I think, to me, it's sexual weird things. And he'd, often I'd catch him at when he was living here doing weird things as well, and I'd go, that's weird, it's sort of inappropriate. And my gut was going warning, warning the whole time. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, you palm it off as maybe it is a health thing, get it checked. When I say get it checked out, I didn't go to a doctor because I thought, oh, well, worms, you just go and get worming tablets. Yeah. Um. What else was happening? He would just show up and then come over for family time and say, let's go to Ikea for family. I'm like, we're not a family. You've chosen to leave. You've got God knows how many women on the side. I fell pregnant after he left. We were still, I guess, I still thought he'd just wake up. And it was just, a, you know, a thing. he would come over and go, oh, look, I was a bad husband. I did cheat on you. And after years of saying, I was making it up. <laughs>
1: Yeah, um, yeah
2: Lotus and I were getting sicker and sicker Even though he'd left, it still continued I wasn't yep. He got. He would get angry that, oh, maybe You know, I was, Gamma would come over and look after her While I would just go to work and I'm, I'm not working full-time, this is very part-time As a massage mm. therapist, it's very part-time I physically, emotionally couldn't I, I couldn't work, I wasn't able to work yeah. It's very hard to describe to people why you can't work yeah, um, I fell pregnant and then seven and a half weeks later lost my little baby. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And look, you know, this is what happens when narcissists, <laughs> even when they leave, they are still taking over your face, they're still crushing boundaries, they're still playing with your mind. Yep. And when you've got kids involved, you know, it can be very, very hard saying, well, look, I can't get the narcissist completely out of my life yep. because I've still got a connection right. through the kids. Yep. And this yep. is what so many women are struggling with. Yep. And so, you know, so initially, while all this going on, you know, when, you know, he was crushing boundaries, when you didn't know what was going on with her, when she was being sick, when you were sick, you yep. know, how was, how was it feeling There's no to one you ar- at is, that they're time? Not a,
2: they're not around when you're sick. They're off doing their party things. So, this this is a really good example of a narcissistic behavior is that so i I found out i was going to lose this little one and i just i couldn't even drive myself to the doctor and i knew he was home and i said i I really need someone to drive me for this next lot of blood tests I, I, i can't function i can't even see the road yeah and for three hours he was he was immaculate he was comforting without being over and then he dropped me home and he goes, oh, oh well, well, you know, I have to suddenly go. He got some sort of text message from his twenty-four-year-old blonde one he'd left for at this particular time. Yeah. And then suddenly he was as cold as a rock and and left. Yeah. Um And he said, oh, you want me to come over tonight? And I said, yeah, it would be nice because I've got to pick Lotus up from Kindy. <laughs> yeah. And then he he sends a text message at seven going you'll be fine, you don't need me. And I'm like, okay, obviously the girl's gone in line skating with him. And and then the fr- Thursday, I went, he, he just was as cold of a life, he was rude, he wouldn't speak to me, he wouldn't make eye contact. And I said, what happened to you last night? And he goes, I was comforting a friend. And I said, well, I hope she was worth it. I'm miscarrying our second baby. He wouldn't speak, and then he had Lotus. The whole, it was the most. Look, I'd rather give birth to ten more babies than miscarry a baby. It was the most up there with very uncomfortable. And I've been anyway. He had Lotus this time because I really couldn't move. I was in it was absolute agony, and he had programmed her to come home and say, "Mummy." It's fair that I spend three nights with Daddy, three nights with you, and one night with Gamma every week. And Lotus proceeded whilst in bed to repeat this over and over and over again. She said, and "This yeah. is what Daddy has said. To be fair, Mummy, because you're not being fair." And I um.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Two days later, he came over suddenly during the day, and I was still I was four days into this um, motion of pushing this little dead fetus out, and he says. I've come to check on you and I laughed and I said, no, you're not. I'm on the floor here having to answer the door. And he goes, oh, okay, well, I'll be truthful. I want you to sign a settlement agreement so you don't touch my property. Yeah. <laughs> and I just totally. I went, oh, my gosh, this is so typical of this. Oh, and yeah. I'd only just gone in, gotten into reading about verbal abuse and narcissistic behavior. And one of his ex-girlfriends so kindly said, go look up this word. You'll then see what you're dealing with. Yeah, yeah, and, and it's it just got worse and worse. Yeah, yeah,
1: it is. It's it's horrific, and it is all about them. It is all about them.
2: So when, it's not about the child, and it's his his, no. his stuff with Lotus got worse. He was living on the veranda on a four storey veranda by herself because he couldn't be bothered to go get groceries three days prior to her staying there. Um, or he yeah. suddenly. Chuck in there's, oh, I'm so sick. I don't have food for her. Do you think you could rush out and get groceries for me? Or, yeah. um Or um, what, what else? He brought her back home after Christmas with a broken arm. And, look, you know, kids break arms, but it was how he dropped her off. She's just acting it. She's faking it. I'm going to the pub now for steak and beer with my brother and rushes off, you know. Yeah. It gets worse and then to the point where someone actually did stand up to him and say, Your behaviour is is erratic and dangerous towards, you know, Miss Five. You need to buckle up, you'll get in trouble. He then wiped them off he told them they were an enemy although they were a loyal supporter for twelve years of his and um came around and told me who and who could and could not come to my house and, and be with us. Yeah. You know, yeah. Just the control ups. As soon as they feel like they're losing control, it ups, and the more I, the more I was saying, "Hey, you're in my property. Get out." The more I, I end up screaming at him one afternoon, and he just enjoyed that.
3: Yes, I just, yes they
2: I, do. I, 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 I find it really, I found it really hard to to stay calm. I, I just was so pushed over the edge so often.
1: Mm -mm. so when you were mm -hmm. like in this trauma of trying to deal with it you know were you getting any results what what was happening no
2: nothing I was I end up my final that's it stop no more was um, Lotus started school and he suddenly then couldn't take her to school or pick her up from school on the days he had her because his life as a student primary school teacher was far more important. So I was still going to his house, getting her ready, then taking her to school, picking her up, waiting at his house till he was fit and ready to, you know, come home from his important life. And um, and there was always signs that there were women staying over there. It was really quite disgusting. It was not a clean house. But, um, you know, a home doesn't have to be clean to be a home. But it was just, you know filthy things <laughs> and yeah. um, it was just that he was, he was using me and I knew it and he'd pulled me up to and goes no one's hugged me and kissed me since you last did in December, I'm so lonely and I pushed him away and I said that's rubbish, you've got a 19 year old girl you're using and abusing we'd just been stuck in a flood I, like my house had gone in the flood and he'd program Lotus again to say I want to be with my daddy but then she'd say but I don't really want to be with him three nights mummy, he's trying to force me to stay there um yeah. there was ten, twelve women on the go and he was trying to rope me back into this oh, I miss you, you know. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I,
2: I think I might I think I might have made a mistake but I'm not quite sure yet. <laughs> yeah, and, um, yeah, 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 exactly. yeah. I went I just gotta to go to solicitor and I tried last year to the year sorry, the year before to go, but I found out I was pregnant. I thought, well maybe this is the universe's way of saying he'll wake up. So you know, I was trying to remain open to universal <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, <laughs> whatever it was. but yeah, you know, it wasn't now. getting any worse.
2: It was getting worse and worse, and and that was it. I just I stopped. I finally put in place no contact. I thought I'll just do email, and even with the email, he was still being manipulative, saying you didn't write that. and I'm like, hang on, I'll show you the email right now, and then he'd get angry and storm off. His treatment, I, I found Lotus, Lotus's reactions was getting worse. She was just clingy. Things things went right. Things she was saying went right. Like I won't go into detail about other stuff. It's a bit too yucky, I think. Um, and then yeah. the solicitor I went to said you need a week off. Take her away. Have a week off. You you just I didn't even know how I was going to drive up to the the coast. A friend offered um, a house at the coast to go to just to rest. I was nervous. I was panicking. I was scared out of my wits because I thought, oh my god, this is the first time I'm taking a stand. He's going to crack it. Yes. I was out. I was uh, we'd got sick. I wore her away, like really sick. Came back being sick. And then she told me what her dad had started doing to her sexually. Um, yeah.
3: And I just yeah. thought,
2: oh my God, my nightmare's gotten worse. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. Yeah, it was
2: horrific. However, police can't help because they need 99% evidence. So i yep. safety interviewed him and thought he was Prince Charming and sat me down and said, oh, you just. Obviously, you just need to communicate with your husband better because she doesn't come across like a sexually abused child. And this was seven weeks, eight weeks after I'd reported it. She told the school counsellor that... So she got interviewed again by police, and they've turned around and said, oh, she's been coaxed into I don't know what. And then I found out where it had happened, and I'm like, look, I didn't even know it had happened there. She's... Um, hasn't seen him since and uh, my soul sort of keeps saying look you, the child wants to have content has to be supervised there's been nothing he's moved on he's got another new woman now that he was chasing whilst we were married via facebook a lot of his yeah friends are via facebook or via his um, inline skating company yeah um and he shipped her from darwin so i pity her she's away from her family yeah. But where there's been no there's been no contact, and I guess unless his mother asks, so I don't know what. In a way, I kind of suspect it's another another way of trying to make trying out to make him look like the victim in all of this, the poor daddy that doesn't get to see his child. He's lied about the whole um, paying of anything. There's no payment. I don't even though on paper it says I receive four dollars and six cents a month. There's nothing because <laughs> yeah. he lied about. Yeah. Okay. Everything.
1: So this is so this is all the stuff that was going yep. down okay but now you've had some relief which was what we're going to talk about today yep you know and and obviously yep. it's still painful and it still hurts and you know that's all very very normal you know that's that's a process to, to shift and, and get out of that stuff yeah but you know so there was a point when you realized that you weren't coping and that it was getting worse and whichever way you were turning, you weren't getting like any, you know, nobody was standing up, nobody was responding, nothing was happening. You, you were really powerless. No, I, was, I
2: was going to, I had. I was seeing two counsellors. I was seeing a um, domestic violence counsellor who she was a beautiful, and she is a beautiful young woman who's amazing and I was about the only person I felt just warmed to and another older woman through another counselling agency who just didn't know what to do, um, yes. although she was a good listener. I'd done a lot of reading. I'd, Like I said, I would came across your website when I looked up narcissist, you know, this ex-girlfriend of his, then look up narcissist and then you'll know what you're dealing with. Never yes. heard of it before. Yes. So I'd done so much yes. reading, and that was one of the reasons he left. He said, I, I can't be with someone who thinks I'm a freak. <laughs> yes,
3: um,
2: yes. And then it just got to that point that I didn't feel the solicitors really understood domestic violence, and and, and yeah. you can't go honestly. You can't go around going with this particular law world, and you, for them to hear you say, "Oh, you think he's narcissistically challenged or has a yes. personality disorder," they go, well, "You can't prove it." So don't talk about it. Yeah, I guess. And I I but honestly, is- financials. Rock bottom, and I just went. Stuff this, yeah. I have to put it on my credit card. Something's got to work, and I'm very open to healing yeah. modalities. And that's why I just went. Oh, stuff it, Maria! <laughs> Something's got to work, and that's when I just went. Hey. And I talked to you if, in email-wise a few times, and I just I had to I had to do something because I was I'd been dying for a while soul-wise. Yeah,
1: and it is death. I didn't want when to get any further. feeling like this. You know, when we're victimized, when we're hooked up in it, when we just Doing that same stuff and having those same feelings. Yeah. It is a yeah. dying. It is a dying. Yeah. We just you and know getting it's it's strong
2: just... enough anymore.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, enough, well, well like, this...
2: if he talks to me again I hear the voice, I might like, the stupid hope button might go, Oh, he's maybe is that a change or is this a trick? It's a trick. Maybe it's a change and, and the hope button yeah. is just broken. <laughs> Yeah, and Vulcan, thing,
1: so. people, bodies are telling us, emotions are telling us, you know, and, and I remember something that Dr. Phil once said, you know, the the best indication of future behavior is going to be present and past behavior.
2: Yep, it, yep. that was the thing just, I came across too, yep. It's
1: just so true, you know, it's just so true. It is. So, so, okay, so now... You know, you know. Now, where has it shifted? What's 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 happened? Because you're not living those realities anymore. So, what's
2: happening? No, the um. I remember the first one. I kind of went there and I went, "Oh well, we'll see what happens." You know, I, look, I, I think there's so much, um, so many people saying, "No, we can't help you," or just being walls of no, 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 and fear. I just, but came away from that, and I kind of went. Oh God, there's calmness. Feel calm. That was my first session. I walked away and went, "Oh my gosh, there's no, there's 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 no." I would, I didn't want to feel any. I wanted to stop feeling for a while. I was just so exhausted. I just came by and I went, "I feel calm. I haven't felt calm in years." Um, I, th- I think it's yeah. Kind of so this was this was our first when you say
1: session. That was the first session. ever one
2: yeah, the first ever one and I just thought, oh my god, I was a relief to feel calm. It was a relief. Yeah, Didn't it was it? our
1: first quantum healing session, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um yep. It was just calm. Um and I Look, I wasn't expect I guess I wasn't expecting anything out there else to happen. It just um So we've had four now, I think. I can't remember. Sorry. Yeah, really yeah. can't remember. But over that particular amount of time, there's just he's just dropped all contact. And for me, it's not... I mean, for Lotus, it's a bit harder for her because she doesn't... I don't know why he's he's moved somewhere. I don't know where he's moved to, somewhere around here, but he, I don't know, won't tell, which is fine with me. But um, healing-wise, it's been good. I don't seem to run in to visually see him because I was panicking driving, seeing his car. It was just... I still was finding driving hard because I'd see his car quite often. Um, The fears really reside. I don't know how to explain it, Mel, really, because it's just, it's been beautiful. (laughs) It's been a relief. It's been beautiful. I still, after some sessions, have a really good cry or I feel like like I emailed you last week and I just said, oh, my God, I feel... The first session afterwards, I've just kind of hit rock bottom, and I don't really understand it. And yet afterwards, it's fine. Just you know, more stuff coming out. Um, there's just this calmness and this balance. I don't have this crazy thinking at night time anymore. I still, am, I still would class myself as hard to fall asleep, but it's not. The thoughts aren't revolved around, oh my God, how's he going to hurt us.
1: Yeah, How's yeah.
2: Because he was sending police over to pick up broken, you know, generators and broken 35-year-old drills at 8 o'clock in the morning so he could show off. There were still these weird things happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so,
1: you know, he was still infiltrating because really the point is, you know, when we've got our focus on it and we're charging on yep. it and we're trying to fight it and we're trying to do the stuff, you know, to to fix it and stop the onslaughts happening... Yeah, it, it just keeps happening.
2: Yeah, because you've got this energy still going out trying to how to protect yourself.
1: <laughs> well, which means you're subtracted. and that's what feeds the yeah. narcissist. He's after yeah. supply. He's after your obsession, your torment, your fear. Yeah. When is this ever going to happen? You know, yeah. when is this and going I mean, to stop happening? And and it just hooks him up for supply and energy. Yeah. He will and come to his like a Terminator.
2: Even in the sleep, exactly. Even in your sleep, there's these mm. full-on, bar- like you could be dreaming something else, and next thing, boom, <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> I wake up gasping,
2: going, oh, my God, get out of my dreams.
1: When I went through it, um, I remember saying to people, you know, this is like a Terminator.
2: This yeah. is an
1: unstoppable force that is not going to. And you know, I was the same. There was the psychic attacks. There was the sleep. There was the nightmares. There was the things going missing, breaking into. You know, they were coming in through the roof. There was this. There was that. You know, a police yeah. telling me I'm crazy. I'm trying to set him up. I'm just a scorned woman. And you know, yeah, and
3: yeah.
1: and the this and the and you know, and it was. And I knew. And and I found it out. You know that I vibrationally released the fear, the pain, the focus, the obsession just yep. started coming home to myself and no energy to it, it stopped. Now that's oh, look, I do. honestly
2: think it's saved, li- it saved my life. I think it's saved my life. It's saved my sanity more than anything else. It really has, and, then, and I am. Um,
1: so, you know, what's sorry. happening with now? Because you were in onslaught. What's happening now?
2: Um, what's happening now is that I actually can... Com- almost planned a week ahead of myself which I haven't even been able to plan a full day in ages I've got I, I it sounds a bit extreme but it, that's just how it was I couldn't even plan a tomorrow or half a day um this like I said there's just no thought towards there is occasion when I say occasionally it's more like last week we worked on <laughs> my financial struggle. I'm just thinking about um i just hit rock bottom and I said, you know, the fairness of that he still leads this ridiculous lifestyle and cons everyone and I'm still, you know, we worked on that particular issue. And yet, mm. this and after that happened, I had my clients suddenly rang up and booked, booked, booked in and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. This and that's
3: list. the whole
2: point, yeah. And look, it resonated yeah. with Lotus as well. She's not having, I mean, those nightmares stopped within four weeks of not being around him because of what was going on, but it's... yeah. People go, Wow, she's so happy and bubbly and and Yeah. All I can think is if it's it's somehow coming out through me and um Well I mean, see that's a also little...
1: specific to the shifts we did on that because there was yeah. so much concern and pain and fear around her. Yeah. And what yeah. we were doing at the time and you were really traumatized. You know, what we were doing at the time was releasing that pain, and fear for her which yeah. which helps hold it up energetically and attracts more of it, to feeling that she would be safe and knowing that she, you know, she was a divine journey coming into her own wisdom, her own safety, and her own truth. So she doesn't have any contact with her father now, does she?
2: She wants it, and and I'm requesting it for her little benefit, but there's none, no. He hasn't initiated anything.
1: Which is a complete difference to where it was.
2: (laughs) complete difference to this yes whatever it was so what, um, what you and would... it, yeah and and my head doesn't even want to think about it like I know I'm, I'm a big journal writer always have been and I have found this whole thing I I don't even want to document it because my brain just doesn't want to give energy to it and I know it's not great on the whole healing aspect because I really love journaling I love writing I love yeah. adding pictures to my writing and colored pens and all that kind of and I've done it for years traveling um yeah and however can, we we tend to in yeah. other ways we tend I tend to in gardening and this and that and um I can exercise now I can exercise half hour a day whereas before I just couldn't even I did I just couldn't get out of it, I didn't want to leave the house I was safe in home I was safe here Yeah, yeah.
1: And you can see, you know, you're a really good example, Maria, with this, because you've gone through a highly, highly traumatic time. And, you know, you can see with you, and look, there are shifts further than this, you know, where there is, when you go back into the memories, there's not the pain, there's not the charge, there's just the gift. Have I got my boundaries? I've got my empowerment. This needed to happen Mm -hmm. in my life. You know, and yeah. you're still working through that because you can still hear that you've got the pain and the stuff when you go back into it. And yeah. you know, and and I know, I know from example and me and many others that you get to a point where it's like a memory of a memory and you're looking at it and you're going, That used to be me, that's not even me anymore You know, and yeah. you will get there. But the important point here is that even with pain, this trauma, this powerlessness and being completely shattered and broken, which you were you are able to, to protect your daughter and yourself. Do inner shift work. That when you change the inner, the outer changes. You're Like this yeah. lady, they got this call six to eight weeks from her son, out of the blue, and had a great connection with him. Now I don't yeah. do not put that down to coincidence. I don't. No, put down no to, I don't
2: believe in coincidences at all anymore. Never. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> You know, and it was my son that went from a rip-roaring, you know, alcoholic drug addict as a teenager. It was horrible, completely yeah. destroying himself within two weeks, pulled up and out of it because I, was, cause I shifted my vibration. Now, there's no – because mums, we're wombs. We are massive goddess creators. We are incredible creators, and I get goosebumps all over my arms whenever I talk about that because I know how true it is. Now, when yep. our kids came out of our womb, when we shift our energy, we shift their energy and their reality as well,
2: you know? Absolutely, and yeah. Yep,
1: and it's powerful. So you know, the gorgeous thing is, you know, even though you're still in recovery, and you know, and you're doing, and you're coming into true power, and that's what you're working on, you know, and people listening to this will hear that there's still bits to go with it, but you've been able to, in those few sessions, get your vibration right to be able to get this, you know, monster in inverted commas, and I'll put monster slash healing angel, because that's
2: what all mm-hmm. these monsters are. They yes. are. Yeah, they're a massive yeah.
1: catalyst, giving us back to our power, right? And well, here's 11, a little
2: conver- Here's a little conversation for, from from little Miss last night. She was saying, you know, I really miss Daddy. Where is he? I said, look, I d- I really don't know where he is. I said, but I know he's, you know, he's doing what he does. And I said, I I don't know, I don't know why he's not wanting to see you. But I'm sure one day he will tell you. And she goes, yep. I miss the wrestling, and I'm, she's, you know, they hang on to the happy little bits, and then she turned around, and she goes, yep. but I don't want to remember the other stuff, and then I got, I got quite, I got quite upset, and I said, look, I'm sorry. And she goes, are they happy tears? I said, no, it's sad tears. I'm really sorry that I wasn't able to <laughs> pick a very kind, nurturing, honest daddy. And she goes, no, mummy, I picked him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I picked him uh... come up in the sky, mummy, and and. It's okay. I'll be able to deal with it when I'm older. And this is, you know, five. And I just smiled and I said, "You truly are a little wise gem in there." She goes, "It's okay, mummy. We'll we'll get there."
1: Oh, I mean, that is amazing. I love that.
2: And oh. she was actually a lot calmer. You, there was two healings ago. You did a little bit, you know, a little little. She has a little chat with you sometimes, <laughs> and you do a little. We yeah. did a little bit on her, and and that made a huge difference as well. Because um, I, I yeah. kind of think how, if I'm vibrationally not great, how am I able to remember to do, vibrationally help her along? Or what, you know, I forget the words half the time, to, you know, the positive words yep. of am I saying it right to her and this and that. But the the biggest thing for me with all these healings is that every time now I kind of get a little bit of a, when I, when I, well, it's not little, but, you know, this welling of, oh, my gosh, how am I going to do this next part I quickly flip it around, I go no come on, positive, find the positive axis, it's coming up, how can I turn it around, which is very Jerry, Jerry Hicks and Abraham stuff as well, yes. it's also very Buddhism stuff in in the essence totally. of Buddhism yes. and that's, that's happening a lot quicker now, it's not, it's not taking me four days, it's taking me, you know, 20 seconds to go okay, yeah. it's there but let's swing it around and that's that's a huge conscious thing for me. That's
1: brilliant. And it is lifestyle. And I think that trans- it so- yeah. 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 over to attraction. as well. Look, absolutely. And you know, one of the Estes Hicks things that I loved, and my gosh, it hit home for me, is when you're trying to fix kids, stop trying to fix your kids, fix yourself. And yep. when you fix yourself, your kids' matrix just works in with yours. And, yeah. you know, it's so true. It's like my son, I was a massive overfunctioning codependent. I would see him in his relationships. As soon as a girl was unhappy or upset, he's like, oh, what's wrong with you? What can I do? What can I, you know, how can I fix this? And he was standing over his power, constantly getting dumped because he was needy, yeah. clingy. And, yeah. you know, and when I moved out of codependency, independence and healthy interdependence, my son now, without me doing anything, has got amazing functional relationship with this with this with his girlfriend that most adults at forty would look at and envy about how yeah. functional, responsible and mature is.
2: And oh, beautiful.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he was a screaming codependent when I was.
2: Yeah, and I think that's where we you know, we learn that energy from Parents' ancestry thing—it comes all the and way through until we can wake up and go, "Oh, pff, let's change That's this." Because right. I don't want to pass this on to Lotus. I don't want her to.
1: And then her kids know, and her kids, and, and you know, yeah, where I, want
2: to, I want baby. it to. I want it to. I want you know, better. Because there is That's better. Not there not is, it. and I feel it. I feel it. I've always felt it. I just haven't known how to. Yeah. Fix it or change it. Even though I've done all these healing modalities. I mean, <laughs> I've done a lot. <laughs> Just you think you yep. heal it, and yet it comes up again.
1: Yep. And you know what? That's the thing. You know, when we get out of the illusion, I look on a human level, there are victims and villains, absolutely. On yep. an ultimate reality level, there is no victims and villains. Our soul is creating perfectly what we need to heal with yep. our unhealed parts. And when we get, and then we can easily take responsibility and go, you know what? It wasn't even about that person. They were simply a catalyst showing me what I needed to heal. Thank you.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's what a lot of the healings have been, you know, I like uh, I just kinda you know, these little things will come and I'll go, Oh my gosh, that's from when I was seven or that was from you know, not even that's this right. lifetime. But anyway. <laughs> exactly. Coming coming. Well, you... we'll yeah. say hello, oh, you there, hello can
1: you hear me? I'm here.
2: Yep. Yep.
1: Maria, thank you so much for coming on. And, you oh, know, I hope and I didn't
2: I really ramble too much, Mel. <laughs>
1: look, you did great. And as I said, I think you're a great example because, you know, you've had to work through a lot. It's really, really traumatic. But you've absolutely been able to create enough inner shift to start getting some safety and sanity in your life for you and your girl. And, yeah, you know, yeah. that, that's,
2: that was thank you. really you, Thank you so much because... Uh, I think I'd still be pretty lost. I really would be. Thank
1: you. Well, honey, you've done a good job. My question was to see you both safe. So, you know, and thus far, that's that's what's been created. So, you know, that's just so special and that's the way it's meant to be.
2: Yeah. Yeah, well, all right, I'll darling. in and case you've got other people you need to talk to. <laughs> yeah thank you very much and if anyone's listening do just just honestly I had no money at all when I just went stuff it I used my credit card is up to my eyeballs max but I I had to I was not going to make it otherwise so jump in and just get one done and otherwise there's a I think there's a free one on the one of these pre-recordings isn't there Mel because it is so worth it it is it will change yeah. instantly it will change yeah. instantly Yeah, more than than 200 or so counselling sessions, put it that way. (laughs) Yeah. Well, sweetie, look... Thanks for having me on now.
1: Oh, honey, you are so welcome. Keep up the great work. And we'll be talking again and, um, yeah, and doing some work. And you're doing great, sweetie. next
2: week. All All right, darling.
1: Okay, take care. bye. bye Bye. 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 All right, so we're going to be waiting. Our next caller who's going to be free coming through, but yeah, look, and I'll say it again you know, you will see, Maria, you know, she's still hurting, memories are still hurting her, there's still a way to go. But you know, the most important thing is getting out of this trauma, and this stuff that's going on in your life, and able to be able to get a way going. And you know, look, it changed everything for me, it absolutely. Changed everything for me when I did realize about vibration, and I realized that any feeling knowing precedes any experience in your life. Because as humans, we weren't taught this, and that's what's really, really sad and tragic about it all. Is we've actually thought that how we feel, we've believed that life outside us gives us the cues or the experience, and then that dictates our experience on an inner level, and it's the complete reverse and we actually are creative, we're vibrationally creative. So you don't have to believe what I'm saying, you don't have to believe what Maria is saying, what anybody is saying on this show, you don't. But put it to the test, try it out for yourself and see if it makes a difference. So you know, if you are in these experiences where it's just horrific. Your kids are involved. You're stressed about your kids. You don't know what's really going on here. You can't get anything changing. And the more you want to find narcissists, the worse it is getting. Then I suggested in that email to, to the lady, and I do this email to people every day, is get your focus off what's going on. Get your charge off. Let it go. Start journaling, start writing, start imagining you want to happen. Start pre-paving vibrationally for your kids and yourself. That it's all going to work out. We are safe. Everything's falling into place. I know my children are going to be safe, and I find the wisdom. They're going to evolve. They're going to grow. They're going to be healed through this. It's going to work out. You know, every life is supporting them all the way. When you start feeling and knowing into that space narcissist starts losing power narcissistic energy is false power it's fear the narcissist is riddled with fear and inner torment and the narcissist needs to instill and procure fear to be able to operate and keep operating so once you cut that supply off when they no longer get that supply from you the narcissist cannot keep operating in your energy space what's doing he can't the evolution for you is standing, powerful, is incredible, and what it is is there is power. It's resistance. It's not the truth, and that's what you create off is more of that. It is not your power, or false power, because what we thought as human beings is our defence mechanism. Our fears keep us safe. They keep. They keep us in Christ consciousness. They keep us protecting ourselves. That is, back in egoic lifetimes, absolutely, you probably needed that to survive. Now we're in a different vibration. Now we're in a higher evolution and a higher vibration. And evolution is knowing that you are a co-being. You are the being of creator of your reality vibrationally. So you have to line up with what you want and you have to get your focus off what you don't want. So when you get your focus off what the narcissist is doing and the fear and the pain and trauma and the torment of that and you let it go, and if you need help letting it go, access quantum freedom healing or access the narcissistic abuse recovery program. Both of those things give you vibrational shifts at the emotional level. Or you may be able to do it yourself with, with, with great mindfulness. So you've got to know every time you're in, and you're in that charge, you are simply attracting, energizing, holding up, hooking up, more of it. You've got to drop it. Start Get out a journal, write every day about what you do for you and your kids, get into the vibration of it, get into the feelings of it, get into the stories of it, get into everything you need to do about it to get your focus off that. When you do that, the narcissist cannot operate in your energy field, cannot operate. And narcissists have to lose a lot of energy for payoff. So if you can imagine with a narcissist, they're an empty void. They've got narcissistic supply to survive. Emotionally, they have to. So they use energy in the attacks, the setups, the weird things that happen. You know, my ex narcissist when I was hooked up in offering supply, he was trying to get me a visit from the premises I worked in. He was turning a whole heap of people. He was focused intensely and obsessively on ripping my world apart. Now, I was pending over copious amounts of narcissistic supply. I call it A-grade narcissistic supply. Now, a-grade narcissistic supply does not even have to be contact. It can actually just be your feelings, your vibration, your focus on it is is absolutely what it can be. So once you stop giving that energy back that the narcissist needs as the pay for his, his uh, energy that he's putting into creating this hookup, when you offer numb back, when you just go, whatever, you know, he's doing that because he's a narcissist. Don't care. Not my reality. I'm just going to keep focused on the proactive stuff. I'm not going to hook. I'm going to respond. I'm not even going to charge on it. It's not even going to upset me because he'll fall over. And it happens very, very quickly. Narcissists shoot themselves in the foot very, very quickly when you stop handing over supply. So I think we've got Bree on the line now. Bree, are you there?
0: Uh, hi, Melanie. How are you?
1: Hi Bree, how are you going?
0: Good, thank you.
1: Hi, right. thank you for coming on, Brie. Really yeah, no worries. So, Bree Yeah, lovely. So we've only got 30 minutes left to show so we're gonna move on. We're gonna move on and I'd love you to just explain some details about, you know, what you've gone through with your ex partner and, and the and the relationship.
0: Uh, I was in an eleven year relationship, and I had two children with my narcissist um It was extremely lonely and isolating um i wasn't allowed to feel loved or special in any way um Of course, everything was always my fault, and I was always wrong I actually ended up feeling uh quite stupid and even crazy, like i couldn't even trust my own thoughts mm. um, My youngest child was always his favourite, so he was kind of, um, you know, he had a fairly easy ride and still does, but my oldest uh, physical symptoms were showing through uh, chronic constipation. He was unable to express his emotions, so therefore he holds everything in and then of course his whole body shuts down, so we're still working, working on that. Um, it was distressing in that uh, he would lash out at my oldest child, and the oldest child would often have no re- no understanding of why. And the emotional abuse was so bad towards the end that I even seriously considered taking my own life
3: because yeah. I, I felt
0: there was just no yep. way out. I couldn't make any decisions. I couldn't see a future. Everything was just black.
1: Yeah, it's a horrible place to be in, and I've been there. And I, you know, and look really brave. And for everybody listening, the the suicide rate for narcissistically abused people is horrific. It, it. I've done the research. I've dug into it. You know, it's not a general statistic you can find out there. But when you read between the lines and look at what's been going on, it is horrific. It is. So it is so wonderful that it didn't come back, Brie. It really, really is. Oh, so yeah,
0: I'm you,
1: thankful. You know, I know, it changes everything, doesn't it? It changes everything. So, you know, look, I know that you've experienced your husband, you know, that connection they have with the kids, can use them as pawns, they can still, you know, use the kids to get narcissistic supply. What was he doing with all of that stuff?
0: Well, he still uses the children to punish me. Um, I'm never yep. allowed to know where they're going or what they're going to be doing. Um, yep. he pays such a ridiculously low amount of money per week in maintenance and is he's even lying on his taxes to reduce that further to the stage where now the government department thinks that I owe him money, which is just insane. Yep. He won't let me talk yeah, to him on cool. the phone. Um Things like he doesn't wash them, he doesn't bathe them, he sends them to school dirty. Um, I have, I bring school lunch boxes to school because I know that it's not enough for them to eat and it's not good enough. And this man owns an organic fruit and vegetable store and um, yeah. he, when he last had Finn, the oldest child, um, he gave him one strawberry for his fruit for the day.
3: Yes. Yeah, he
0: refuses to buy them clothes. They still—they're still, they're walking around in clothes which are way too small, and on yes. two occasions now, um, he's he's reported me to the Department of Human Services for child abuse.
1: Yeah, he yes.
0: assaulted me in front of the children, and his girlfriend, um, who's just as bad, is she always gives retribution. And tomorrow, I actually have to go into mediation with her. Spend yes. three hours with her discussing. Uh, just discussing things so that she won't get an intervention order against me. And it's all just continued harassment ongoing without end. I think yep. that a lot of it, because of the narcissism, he's just completely obsessed with the fact that I have a good relationship with the children and it drives him insane.
1: So Yeah, he punishes. exactly. Exactly. That's right. And you know, and and that's the thing, narcissists create intimate partners and wives and situations to be able to dump the torment torment itself onto somebody else and line them up and offload it. You know, yes. if that person is available to do it. That's what narcissists do. So
0: that's the tricky thing, Melanie, is that because you've got children you have to have contact. That's and right. he uses any little excuse to um, hook you.
3: Even yesterday,
0: um, the boys are on medication at the moment and he didn't give me the proper thing to fill the script. So I had to chase after him, go to different chemists to see if he'd taken it there. It was a whole blava just so that he could you know, get that that charge from me.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, okay, so this has been relentless as well. So how were you feeling about all of this? you know sorry, before what was, what was that, doing sorry? any before how were you feeling about all of this before doing work on yourself
0: oh the confusion was just mind-blowing um I was constantly doubting myself I was believing what he was telling me that I was bad and that I was wrong and I was hopeless etc cetera, etc cetera. um I couldn't get it out of my mind at all it was like he was with me constantly and um, it was just impossible to clear through that fog. And um, yeah. he was he was being, in quotation marks, good because the courts were watching him. This was before we went to court about um, property and the ch- children. Um, but since then, he's just escalated it and escalated because he feels no one's watching. He's got no um, responsibilities anymore. And he actually, I've come to realise... And I saw that he was enjoying the pain that he was inflicting. There was genuine pride. Oh, and yeah, it was satisfaction.
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, that's what narcissism is all about. Okay, so when did you realize you had to do something about this?
0: Um, I was trying to do something about it. I was seeing a psychologist. And um, he was talking to my head, but it just wasn't stopping the internal speak. It was just so constant. I felt like I really was going crazy. And the fact that I didn't have bruises on my face, I felt like no one was listening to me. Um, It was really quite difficult. Mm. And uh, then my mother came across, she she was Googling, and she came across Understanding Narcissism, which is one of your essays, and it just completely it was like ticking off a list tick 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 yep that 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 yep exactly what i had gone through and it was such an awakening i just couldn't believe that this was true and that i wasn't imagining it and i wasn't insane that unfortunately other people have been going through exactly the same thing
3: yeah and then i would have
0: flashbacks to things that he's said to me and the way he's treated me and I'm like that's it that is, is exactly what has happened to me and to the children
1: yes 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 so we, you know, because we started a process and you still go through a process you now how has things changed now for you
0: um, I think just having a name knowing that it's narcissistic abuse and that this person's as narcissistic personality disorder, that changed everything. And also going through the process um, of the counselling, I don't feel guilty anymore. I don't feel punished. I don't have yes. any shame. I'm fully aware of the fact that I am a good person, I'm a fantastic mother and I'm completely supported by my community.
1: Yes, yes. Because also too, like he did a lot of defending out there public. He did a lot of, you know, like you're in a community where people, you not know where to look, who was with you, who wasn't with you.
0: Yeah, that had a lot to do with his girlfriend as well. She wrote letters to a number of people in our community telling them her side of events. Um, that was quite difficult. And um, she also sent letters to my family home, my parents' home, when she knew I was here on respite. Um, yep. So, Together they've both been working. It's almost as if I'm their glue. I'm the glue in their yeah. relationship.
1: So what's which been, sounds crazy but, in itself. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So what's because this is obviously you know about inspiring people to know you know how you can get because when you're in that intense torture and torment, it's like there's nowhere to turn. You're trapped. It's it's just you can't even function.
0: It feels like, when you're in the depths of it, it feels like all the oxygen has been sucked out of the room. You've got nothing. You you are nothing. You've got nothing. You've got nowhere to go. But as far as saying things to other people, which I desperately want other women and men to understand, is that once you let it go, it just drops away. They're never going to go away. They're never going to stop. But how you react to it... And how you let it impact you is what makes all the difference. And it sounds really difficult, but after a while, something just shifts in you. You just go, oh. And the weight that comes off you is such a blessing and you feel joy inside. It's just, it's astounding.
1: Yeah, and that's a shift work that we did. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, so how do you feel now, you know, when things are... And look, the thing is, the reality is, Brie, and I've seen this happen so many times, they will run out of steam. <coughs> they will run out of getting narcissistic lie because if you're not handing it over, it's it will stop. It will stop.
0: It's, it is getting less, and the things that he's doing now are really trivial and pathetic like really pathetic, it's such a cry for attention. Um, I can, maybe they're they're still the same and because I've shifted it just doesn't mean anything as much to me anymore. But yes, I still get charged because it is my children and they are the most important thing to me. But I can step back from it, look at the reasoning behind it and just dismiss it. And be there for my children, be strong in myself, And then I can see the confidence growing in them too.
1: So have they changed since you've changed?
0: Well, uh, last week we had our local country show and I was in the parade dressed as Carmen Miranda and we were handing out apples. Yeah, it was great. It was really good for me to get out of my comfort zone, but it was fantastic and Um, I was really proud of my oldest child. He was desperate to go and see the parade and his father was saying no. He managed to come, his girlfriend dropped him off there and he saw me and he actually came up to me, hugged me and came into the community house with me, helped me get ready, we had some photos and so on. I don't know, maybe three or four months ago he would have been too frightened that he would have got into trouble and wouldn't have even been able to say hello to me if he wasn't in my care. So I'm really, really proud of him, and and just to be able to—that doesn't sound like a big thing, but for him it was huge. He stood up, said, "I want to go to the parade," and then he actually was able to correspond with me when he wasn't in my care. It was wonderful. It made—it just made my whole day. It was brilliant. Sorry, I was breaking up a bit there, Melanie.
1: Beautiful. Do you think you've started shifting? Sorry. Can you hear me?
0: Ah, uh, that's better. Yes, now I can hear you.
1: Yeah. Sorry, there might be something with the connection that's not quite right. Okay. Um. And do you think it is a coincidence, or do you think it's because you've been shifting? That is shifting.
0: No, I think it has to be to do with shifting because he's quite. A he was a very unconfident child. And there's children children always tries to please the person that he's with. Yeah. And the fact that he's starting to say, No, I want to be here. I want to do this,
1: um yes. Yeah.
0: No, I think it's it's helping all of us.
1: That's brilliant, that's brilliant. So, Bree, what have you learned about yourself and what's the gift been in all of for you in regard to this experience?
0: Um I think I'm actually going back to the person that I was prior to this, but perhaps even stronger. I was always a strong individual person, but now I'm not harboring guilt or shame. I'm actually just brimming with pride and, um, what's the word, joy and success, and it's just being attracted to me, because I just feel so happy within myself. Um, I think yes, I think that that's the thing. I've, I'm I'm back to being the person I was and more. And that's a, that's also another bonus for me. These two people, they don't know me. They don't know who I am. They don't know what I'm capable of anymore. They think that I'm that you know husk of a person who is frightened to say boo, but that's just not my reality anymore.
1: That is so beautiful. And, you know, some people listening into this, they're hearing what you're going through and it's all tough, you know, all of the the hooks and the hacks and the this and the that, you know, and to hear you to be able to say to eat is just astounding.
0: Yeah, I'm just... um, I know, well, my family has said that they're amazed at how far that I've come and I just don't feel limited Anymore, Melanie, I feel like whatever I put my mind to now is going to be fine because it's up to me. It's me looking after my children. And I used to always be held back because my ideas weren't right or that won't work. But no, that's just not the case now. I'm just surrounded by support and love and a fantastic community.
1: Oh, isn't that gorgeous? And you know what? You know, when you go through this narcissistic terrorism, it's like everything's turned against you. All the doors shut, you have no have everything and it is so vibrational because when you are feeling like a victim and totally unsupported devastated and on an inner level well then life reflects more of that back but when you do the shifts and you release that and line up for a true self-function on those things which actually means you come home to self and supporting self then all of a sudden support starts flooding in it's actually really interesting one of the ladies uh, Facebook was just saying that, you know, since like getting the true perspective on all of this and the inner work awareness that within three weeks, her life is found, surrounded by support because she shifted on the inside. And I had the same experience because when I went through what I did, I mean, I really, I had my family, my work colleagues and even my son say to me that if you go back to him or if you keep going the way you are, this was when I was in the hooks of addiction and you know, we are going to completely walk away from you. You know, like, And he'd isolated everybody in my life or turn me against him. I had nobody, I had nothing, you know, where I was. And then even when I got out and and did no contact still was surrounded by all these people, We'll just get over it. You know, nobody had any idea what narcissistic abuse was, but you can't if you haven't been through it. And I had a, a ton of uh, my environment had been poisoned against me, thought I was an adulterer, thought I was you know, just, just wherever I turned persecution. But when I started doing the work on it on a level, it was amazing how people shifted into I had the That I actually never allowed in my life before. I'd always been scared of accepting support, always had my own fears around And I I just was surrounded by support and supporting and loving myself. It was just beautiful, you know, and I I had that experience.
0: I wonder if it's always been there, but we're so frightened that our eyes are shut to any offer of support or help. Because I just couldn't believe once I emerged from it how people I knew that were there were now really there, openly there, like overwhelmingly there. I think it just completely shuts off our eyesight to feel it, see it, understand it. And then once we've shifted, it's all, as you say, it's all open, it's all there.
1: Well, look, the thing is, and it's a very simple formula, that if we don't love and support ourselves, we're either A, not going to attract it, or B, we can't accept it, even if it is available. Mm,
3: We're not a match
1: for it. We can't have it. We're disconnected from it. Because we can only ever receive from life what we're actually providing ourselves.
0: That's true. That makes perfect sense.
1: Yeah. We have to become it. And if you separate the word come to be and come, you have to be it for it to come.
0: Yeah, don't get me wrong, I still get charged from this person tomorrow is going to be quite a difficult day having to be in the room with this woman. But That's I have a the confidence now. It is, it's massive. But I do it have the confidence massive. that I will... Um, I'm not going to take her rubbish. I don't need to yeah. take her rubbish. I don't need to listen to her lies. And if they are lies, then I will just say as much. I'm not scared or frightened of her anymore.
1: And that is huge because in narcissistic abuse you have the terrorism that you're going to punish. You're going to be wrong. That they expose you. That they're going to twist people. That they're you know you're in this terror like a naughty little five year old. You're going to be ripped to shreds.
0: Well oh, that's the aim. <laughs> yes, but she's not meeting that person anymore.
1: Exactly. You're a different being now. You're a different being. You're not in the doing of trying to.
0: No, and so I'm obviously...
1: You were in a being, a bit different vibration. Hello, you're breaking
0: up again. Can you hear me? Hello?
1: Yes, I can hear you. you
0: Oh, sorry, this seems to be cutting in and out.
1: Can you hear me now? Yes, I can. Yeah, yeah, you're a different being now. It'll be a different experience.
0: Oh, I'm still nervous, but I'm not crippled. Like I would have been
1: prior yes. to this shift. Yeah, yeah. I would yeah. like so a long,
0: bunny in the headlights.
1: Now, how long ago was it? I can't remember because obviously I'm doing this stuff every day, but how long ago was it that we started doing the work on this together?
0: I've had four... Four counselling sessions and... Quantum freedom oh, maybe, healing
1: sessions, yeah.
0: It probably would have been maybe two months ago.
1: Yeah, so just to clarify started. that, it's, it's quantum, normal counselling, it's quantum freedom healing. That's right, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So
0: it's only been It's only been well, three, You know. eight
1: weeks. Well, Yeah, yeah, that's that's a huge shift in that amount of time. But you know, that's what we, that's what we expect from home to true self on this. To get it really, really sorted vibrationally. So, Bree, can you hear me now? I can, yes. Yeah. Well, look, Bree. Thank look. Great luck for tomorrow. Please let me know how you go. Send me an email after it.
0: I will definitely. Thank you for that.
1: And, and I thank will you be for getting me to
0: this position, as well where I can cope with this and I can deal with it and I can see exactly what is going on. So I really appreciate it. And I also want to thank you for helping all those other people as well.
1: Well, it's what I'm meant to do. And I'm just so grateful and I feel so blessed for being able to and being able to have turned my experience into something so meaningful. You know, it's, I feel more blessed. So I I thank you, I thank everybody else that co creates this with me. It's 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 just amazing. It really is amazing. Well, Bree, let me know how you go and I'm gonna be seeing you the most I'm gonna do a little quantum freedom healing shift about seeing you empowered so, so um, I can send you some vibrations to really help you with this. And uh I know you're gonna be great.
0: Thank you, thank you so
1: much. All right, Dal. Well, thank you for coming on and um, it, it's been wonderful for you to share with other people. So thank you so much.
0: Thank you. Take care. See you later.
1: Okay, bye-bye. Well, I hope you've enjoyed the show and look, I'm sorry if this is not cutting in and out a bit. The, the reception is, is just a little bit weird. Too. I think there's a lot of people... Uh, I'm involved for Melbourne Cup, but uh, I hope you can hear me okay, and I hope you've got this show. And really, for thinking about it, she's on an inner level. And and, you know, you don't need to come to me to do it. If you can do it yourself, do it. You know, lose your focus on what you don't want, get it, get focused as much as you can on what you do want, and you will see a thing about to happen. You so will. You can heal all the stuff you've needed what this is all about all right everybody lots of love and have a wonderful day bye for now Welcome to Snap Out of It Radio Network. Hear all our great shows across...